In this episode, we talk about getting back into the gym. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. My name is Greg Clunas, and today I want to uh, kind of go a little bit off script. Um, I don't have much of an outline for this episode. I don't have much research done with it. This is going to be one of those episodes where I just come to the microphone and speak directly to you, share what's going on in my life, share uh, where I'm at, what I'm trying differently, what I'm doing. We're going to be talking uh, the first part of a, a number of parts here. I'm going to be doing this for the next six weeks um, about getting back into the gym. Uh, because like many people who might be listening to this show, when COVID started, when the pandemic started, I stopped going to the gym. I just It wasn't something I felt comfortable doing, uh, especially before we really understood how things were, were happening, how it was spreading. It just wasn't something that I personally felt okay with. In addition to it, once we got a little bit more information, it didn't feel worth it to me to go and wear a mask. And, and it, it's already such a difficult, strenuous thing to do that in the, the very early days of this pandemic, it just didn't feel worth it to me. And so I actually canceled my gym membership. At the time, I also had a second membership at this like kettlebell fitness class thing. Um, I ended up, ended up canceling that as well. And this week, or no, rather last week, I actually started going back to the gym. I got my membership back and I kind of just want to document my process with that, what's working for me, how I'm approaching it. Um, And hopefully it helps give you a little bit of context as to how you could maybe get back into your fitness routine as well, whatever that is for you. Now, before we jump into the episode, I do want to uh, tell you something I'm honestly so incredibly excited for. Uh, You might know this. Some people have. Other people have no idea. I've spent the last 12 months building an app for you. One of the things that people have mentioned over and over again they struggle with is building new habits. And the biggest reason they struggle with it is being consistent for long enough for those habits to stick. And so I set out to build a solution for that, something that could make it easier to stay consistent with those habits in the early days of building them. I'm talking habits like meditation, journaling, meal prep, whatever it is that you're interested in, whatever healthy habits you're looking for. I built something to make the very first days of it, the first 21 days, easier than ever before. I'm calling it Upward and it is 100% free, but the app doesn't go live until January 1st. So if you're interested, if that's the kind of thing that you think would help you, it's available on both iOS and Android. All you have to do to join the wait list is head over to www.upward.so and sign up for the waitlist, or you can click the link in the description of this episode. And I look forward to, to making this available to you because I'm really, really excited about how much it might be able to help with building those healthy habits going into 2022. So head over to upward.so, that's U-P-W-A-R-D 
www.ethicalcoaching.so or click the link in the description of this episode. And again, before we jump into the, the meat of this episode, I want to thank today's sponsor, Green Chef. Now, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals like steak and shrimp with spicy pepperonata, uh, creamy chicken and potato soup, or honey mustard salmon. Here's how it works. Go to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps10, sign up and select the box and meals that you want. And then Green Chef delivers your pre-portioned ingredients to your doorstep along with detailed recipe cards. And then you cook a dope meal and live a dope life. Green Chef saves you time by taking care of meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep work for you week after week so you don't have to worry about it. That's why they're America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you no matter what your eating requirements are, not the other way around. Every time Rachel and I get a Green Chef box, we're honestly blown away by the quality of food and the ease to prepare. Now, she's pescatarian, so often what we'll do is we'll select the majority of our meals from the plant-powered box. But every now and then, we'll try out the Balanced Living box as well, because they've got some really good fish options in there, like that honey mustard salmon I mentioned before. So honestly, what are you waiting for? The holidays are a harder time than any to consistently plan out meals every single night. So why not make it easy on yourself? Go to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps10 and use code tinyleaps10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash tinyleaps10 and use the code tinyleaps10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. Okay, so like I said, last year... Uh, or rather 2020 when COVID really sort of started, uh, I stopped going to the gym. I just didn't feel safe doing it, didn't feel great about it. Uh, And I recently got back into it. And my approach is a little bit different than how I've been approaching my fitness up to this point. So I've done episodes on this. Um, Beginning of last year, I, I noticed that I was heavier on the scale that I want it to be. The number was larger than I personally wanted it, uh, it to be. And it really hit my um, confidence a little bit, honestly. Like it, it became something that I got really obsessed with and I became very sort of unhealthy about. And I, I just wanted to get back to a number that felt like me, that I identified with which already, as I'm saying that out loud, is such an um, unhealthy way to approach any goal, right? It, it shouldn't be coming from uh, that kind of place. And, and so I went on this, this journey of learning about my body, learning what it needed, how it reacted to certain things. I tried different uh, eating patterns, eating types of uh, times of day. I tried intermittent fasting. I tried cutting back on carbs. I tried going uh, full paleo. Like I, I tried a lot of different things. And the goal for me was just experimentation. I just wanted to understand uh, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, how does my body react? And, and in, a, in order to get that data, I chose to weigh myself daily. Now, I made a really, really, um, uh, uh, a real effort to make sure 
that I never got unhealthy about the scale. Outside of that initial sort of like unhealthy place that the whole thing was coming from, I wanted to make sure that stepping on the scale every single day did not add to the emotional weight. And so whenever it felt like it started to, I would stop and I would give myself a break and I would take time away and I would allow it to be something that I controlled. And that's one thing that I did really well. However, over time, what ended up happening is what happens to a lot of people. I yo-yoed. I lost about 12, 15 pounds and then I gained most of it back. And then I lost another 10 and then I gained most of it back. And I lost XYZ and I gained most of it back. And uh, today, or I don't know about today, I haven't weighed myself today, but in my most recent weigh-in, I was actually like pretty close to that original number that sort of set me off in the per- first place. You know, that number was 207. Uh, for context, I'm 5'8". Uh, 207, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, it just, for me, felt like this isn't who I identify as and blah, blah, blah. My entire life I had been in uh, like between 180, 190. Uh, and, and so seeing that number really set me off. And And based on my last weigh-in a few days ago, I think I'm like 201, 202. So after all of that experience, did I learn a lot? Absolutely. Did I lose much weight? Eh, not really. And so that brings me to getting back into the gym. And a part of it was, okay, I've spent the last year focused on my nutrition and figuring out how my body works, what I need to eat. Um, But realizing And I'm glad I did that because I wouldn't have realized this otherwise. My biggest problem is actually not in my nutrition. It's in my level of activity every day. And I've talked about this on an episode as well. I used to live in New York City where I walked everywhere. Everything was on foot. Not to mention, I was far more socially active. I had my communities there that I'd built up over many years. When we moved to New Hampshire... I had no community, not to mention COVID then happened, not to mention I work exclusively from home and really have no reason to go anywhere outside of four steps away from my bedroom down into my basement and at my my workspace. And so my level of activity is so incredibly low or was that what I realized in that year of experimenting with my diet, with my nutrition, with, with how I ate, what I ate, when I ate, was that, yes, nutrition matters far more than weightlifting or running or any of those things. But if there's no baseline level of physical activity, it's going to be difficult to keep any of that weight off. I could lose the weight. I knew what to do to lose the weight. And maybe that would be helpful if I was an actor and needed to like slim down for a role or something. But if I want to build a life that is comfortable, that feels good, where I have a body I'm, I, I feel good in. Not just, hey, this body looks good, but like I feel good in it. If I want to build that life, I would need to focus far more, at least in the beginning, on increasing my level of physical activity than I did on worrying too much about my nutrition because my baseline nutrition really isn't that bad. Could it be better? Absolutely. It could always be better but it's really not that bad. And so that's where I decided finally I need to get back to the gym because I I got into running last year. 
unfortunately I started running into some health issues where I get very bad migraines sometimes when I run and it made it difficult to continue doing. But I needed to do something. And so I got back into the gym and my approach now is this. I'm doing a six week, not even really a program. You know, somebody put together a workout uh, uh, process that lasts about six weeks. That gives you your your four days of workouts Monday to or Monday Tuesday, uh, Thursday Friday, um, with your uh, three rest days, and it gives you the workouts and, and which muscle groups to focus on. That that that's pretty much it, right? I found this thing that is meant to last about six weeks, and I'm essentially just following that. And what I'm doing is I'm no longer weighing myself daily. I'm weighing myself weekly. And so Monday mornings, I weigh myself, I take down my body fat percentage, and then I don't look at it or touch it for the rest of the week. Um, And each day that I go into the gym, I keep track of what weights I've lifted, what the numbers are, how many reps, so on and so forth. And my only goal over the next six weeks is to increase the amount of, of load that I put on my body for each of the workouts. So if I lifted 20 in uh, on one Monday for something, I want to lift 22 and a half or 25 or whatever the next week and do that in a, a way that is sustainable over the course of six weeks while measuring or excuse me, recording the data while measuring everything that I can and really focusing on let's get good form. Let's build a good foundation to work off of. Now, while I do this, because I want to make sure this is clear, I'm not sitting here saying nutrition doesn't matter. It matters dramatically. It's incredibly important. Nutrition is super, super important, uh, more important than the physical side in a lot of ways. So this isn't about one or the other. This is about recognizing for me where my focus needs to be which for me is my level of physical activity is far lower than it needs to be in order to maintain any kind of results that nutrition might give me. So for me, physical activity needs to be my focus. Now, alongside that focus, I'm choosing to, to treat things as essentially a challenge where each week I'm giving myself a new challenge uh, on the nutrition side. So it's not necessarily my focus. I'm not following a diet. I'm not restricting really anything. I'm not counting calories. I'm not doing any of that. I'm focused on working out, getting my body moving. And then along the side of that, I'm giving myself small challenges each week that build on top of each other that will lead to improvements in my nutrition without me necessarily following any kind of plan for it. And so those challenges are super simple. The first week was drinking more water. I wanted to aim to drink four bottles. I have a 20 ounce bottle, so 80 ounces every day. Then the this is the second week that I'm in. My goal has been to have more greens and more a larger variety of greens. And so that could be a green with every meal. It could be one really big salad for lunch. It could be whatever way makes sense for that day. But the the goal for this week is to maintain the, the water challenge from last week, drink more water, while also adding more greens throughout the course of the day and a larger variety of greens. And then next week will be a different challenge that stacks on top of these two. The week after that will be another that stacks on top of the three. And by the time week six comes around, 
I will have made six really tangible, really important changes to my nutrition while being focused on my physical activity. So for me, that's how I'm going to approach this. That's how I'm going to choose to, to change the, the body that I have and, and my relationship to that body. And I think it's far healthier than how I was originally approaching it. And so what I want to do here, uh, like I said, this episode was largely an opportunity for me to document and share what I'm currently working on, where my tiny leaps are focused on. But if I could leave you with anything for you to sort of employ in your own life, whether it's fitness related or some other goal, which it might be some other goal. All I would say is that it's important to recognize where your actual weak point is. I think it's really easy, and this happens in the personal development space all the time. It's really easy to hear a piece of advice and say, well, that must be what it is because this expert said it. We forget that personal development, that improvement is the most contextual thing that we can do. You are the only one who can actually figure out how to change something in your life because you are the one who lives with yourself. You are the one who has to deal with the situation. You are the one who has to actually get access to and understand how it is that you feel. And so originally, if we just look back at my example, I looked at my weight and I saw all of this advice saying that nutrition was the most important thing. And I just focused on that. And I told myself, well, it's okay that I'm not focused on the physical side because nutrition is more important anyway. Now, maybe if I'd worked with somebody, they would have talked me out of that. Somebody who's an expert, absolutely. But most of us don't work with coaches. Most of us don't work with teachers. Most of us don't get a chance to work directly with experts. And so we take things that they say in a video, in a book, and we, we follow that advice without recognizing how it fits into the context of our lives. And then we don't end up getting the results that we want and we wonder why. And this is why, because context matters. For me and my life and the situation that I found myself in, nutrition is still very important, but my focus needed to be on my activity because my nutrition was okay not great, but okay. My activity was very, very poor. So for me, it had to actually be the quote unquote less important part gets the focus while we still try to slowly make changes on the more important part. And whatever change you're approaching, I'm willing to, to bet that for you, maybe your context follows the plan exactly the most commonly given advice out there exactly. Maybe that's true, but I actually think that it's worth it to take a real look at that and understand what is it that you personally need? What does your life require? Do that and then create a real plan around that based on the advice given from experts. So like I said, I'm gonna be dropping one of these episodes every week just to sort of update you on where I'm at, with this process, lessons learned as I sort of approach uh, improving my personal fitness and my health. And hopefully it helps you along your own journey to improve whatever area of your life is important to you right now. Before we go, 
I want to remind you to give our sponsor today a shot, Green Chef. They've been such a staple in my household ever since we first got connected with them. I love their product. I think they uh, put together excellent, excellent recipes, and the meals are incredibly easy to make. Head over to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps10 and use the code tinyleaps10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. And then lastly, if you're trying to build some healthier habits next year and you want to do that with an accountability partner, you want to work with somebody who's building that same habit, support each other, then you've got to download my new app Upward. It's not available yet. It'll be launched January 1st, but you can actually join the waitlist right now and even get a chance to join the beta. So head over to upward.so. That's U-P-W-A-R-D dot S-O to learn more or click the link in the description of this episode. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for your support and your love and for being here and spending your time with me. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.